back to the Moon in Scorpio podcast. I'm your host, Andrena Sanchez. And today, I want to introduce to you another segment to the podcast. This podcast is quickly just going to be like just lots of different segments. It's not even going to have like real fucking episodes anymore that are just like one title. It's just going to be all parts of like random segments where I can just like categorize my different forms of ranting into cute or funny little segment names. So... Today's segment is um, brought to you by my friend Joe, actually. He's the one who suggested this because I was ranting to him about something and I just said, no ho, in my text message. And he's like, wow, that would be a really funny segment for your podcast episode. And I said, oh, thanks. That's actually a really great idea. I'm going to take it. And now that I have, I should credit him. So uh, Baked Lab, everybody. Find him on Instagram. He's a great illustrator and a very funny person. So anyway, I started to think about... um, I started to think about the things that I would say no ho to um, and, you know, like to like note to self, like no ho, don't fucking do that or no ho, I'm not taking that from you or no ho X, Y, Z, whatever the fuck, you know, I I try not to be um, derogatory, but it's it's really hard. Um, Misogyny is so, so hard to escape. So I apologize as well for my title <laughs> but it's funny okay in today's segment of no ho all right if you are the hoe who can relate to this then this is for you all right do not date a fucking man child don't do it okay i can say that i unfortunately uh have experienced dating a man child and it's not very fun. It's not very fun at all. So part of the reason why I'm recording this is for a future reminder to myself, as well as anyone else listening to this right now who needs to be reminded of these things to avoid basically at all costs. Also, I keep referring this as a man-child thing, uh, but this could also obviously apply to women um, because women are not free of being immature. Although I will say that more often than not, women are more mature and that's just a hard pill for men to swallow, but fucking swallow it anyway. I don't give a fuck. And also, um, this serves as a reminder to the self, to yourself, to myself, to anybody, because I think we can all have moments of emotional immaturity. I think there's definitely a difference between having moments of emotional immaturity and then genuinely just fucking being emotionally immature like 24-7 and there's definitely people like that out there. So um, if you find yourself relating to this from a personal level, this list that I'm about to disclose, um, then, you know, hopefully that's something that can bring more awareness to your behavior and something that you can grow from. But it's mainly intended so that you can watch out for this in other people, assuming that you have already grown in the emotional maturity department. So, but I, 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 the main thing that I wanna talk about is man-children qualities. You know, if you spot these, and this is also, man, I feel like I'm gonna put a reminder in my phone for me to listen to my own episode like every three months <laughs> so that whenever I go back into the dating world, I can actually like listen to this and remind myself and actually like literally put it on the wall, put a, put a thing up of like all of the red flags that I consider red flags 
and um, as well as, you know, man-child tendencies and behaviors. And just like, you know, it doesn't mean just because somebody has a red flag or a few red flags, like, I don't think that's necessarily a reason never to date anybody. We are all full of red flags. Like no one is fucking perfect, right? We can acknowledge that. But I think what makes the difference is that if you notice a red flag, depending on also the level of the f- of the flag, right? Like how intense is this red flag? Is this like, you know, one of your non-negotiables or is this something that can be worked on? That's up to you to decide. But, um, you know, we all have shitty behaviors that we can try to work on. And I feel like one of the most important things in any kind of relationship, whether it's with your family, with your friends, or with an intimate partner, with your children, whatever, is that you are willing to work on it. The, the awareness that XYZ behavior is hurting the person in your life or is you just, you know, doing a disservice all around in some way, shape or form. And so you try to have the humility to acknowledge, hey, this behavior sucks. This behavior could be worked on. This behavior is not great. And let me try to be more aware of it so that you know, I can stop hurting the people around me and, and in turn myself, because when your relationships suffer, you suffer. So, um, you know, it's not to say that just because somebody has red flags or maybe displays any one of these man-child characteristics that they're a complete write-off. But if there are these red flags and man-child tendencies present, as well as a lack of accountability for any of it, then I think you are wasting your time, my friend. And by my friend, I mean myself, Andrina. Okay. All right. Okay, so um, so these are the man-child tendencies, behaviors, things to look out for. And if the person that you're starting to date or are currently with is displaying any of these behaviors, they are very much likely to be children trapped inside of adult bodies, okay? Just because somebody is in an adult body does not mean that they are emotionally mature. Whew, let me repeat that. Just because somebody is in an adult body does not make them emotionally fucking mature. <gasps> fucking oath. Oh my God. This is why, this is why rushing into any kind of relationship again even just with friends or whatever you just don't know you it takes a while to to know people so you know i think it's i think honestly people who like meet and marry and live happily ever after you know when they meet and marry and have children straight away and live happily ever after that is <laughs> that is the clincher um are fucking rare like let's this just that just does rarely i mean who the fuck lives happily ever after anyway fucking no one let alone somebody who just met and had a child or got married and then lived to tell the tale about it 25 years down the line and are you know still holding hands and looking at each other in the eye and you know don't despise each other so um that's rare anyway i'm going off on a tangent so let's go back to man child Man-child tendencies, okay? So let's bring it back to the point. Look for these, all right? In the person that you're dating or the next time that you start dating or the person that you're with now, whatever. Wants to be looked after and or saved 
and or has a victim mentality. Why is this like a child? Because keywords, they want to be looked after. Children not only want to be, but need to be looked after. So if you find yourself with somebody who constantly seems like they want to be saved, like they're just, they have this victimhood mentality where you have to save them from the situation. You have to, um, you know, you have to, I don't know, they want you to cook for them all the time or, you know, they can't fucking wash the dishes or they can't, you know, they're, they're a child. They're, that, is a, that is a symptom of childhood, not being able to look after yourself not wanting to look after yourself. So you need somebody else to do the looking after you, whether it's actually physically, so cleaning up the physical space or emotionally doing the labor for you. So if you fuck up, you're not at fault. They have to come in and save the situation. So wants to be looked after and or saved and or victim mentality. Victim mentality is like the center of this because no one who takes full accountability for their actions lives in victimhood. So if you find that the person you're with lacks accountability in their emotional states and constantly needs you to save them, that is a symptom of childhood. Okay. Doesn't have the capacity to look after someone else. That's another thing that children have. They they cannot look after someone else physically and emotionally. They can't. They're children, right? You have to look after them. So if you are with somebody who doesn't really have the capacity to look after you because maybe they don't want to, it's too exhausting, you know, this is like your needs aren't being met or you're going through a really hard time and it's just too much for them, you know, if you complain about something, they're just like, oh my God, calm down. Like, this is too much. Whatever that thing is, it's like they have no capacity, no room for your shit, right? Whether it's also emotional or, or more practical, even just with like money. Does this person make money? They don't have um, the physical means, you know, if, if your fucking house is on fire, do you have a place to go? Are you going to end up at their parents? Are you going to end up in a house full of, I don't know, 25 roommates? Like, what's the situation here, you know? And, um, you know, are they on the fucking streets? Are they sleeping on someone's couch? Like, what is the situation? And, you know, you would hope that the situation for your sake is that they kind of at least somewhat have their shit together. And if your house does catch on fire, you have somewhere to go because this is your intimate partner after all. And you're supposed to be there for each other when shit gets tough, right? So if they don't have the capacity to look after you um, or just someone else in general, whether it's mental, physical, whatever, that's another symptom of somebody that is still very much existing within a childish world and mentality has a massive ego okay we all have egos but i think you know what ego i'm talking about which is just the child ego which is that everything revolves around them um a child hasn't yet learned that the world doesn't revolve around them that people don't exist just to serve them and hopefully through maturity you as an adult realize that that is not the case. People don't exist to just serve you and vice versa. 
you know, people don't just exist to toot your horn, to agree with you, to keep their mouth fucking shut and just do what you say. Um, so if they're like that and displaying those kinds of behaviors, you are potentially with a man child. Okay. And then the last one, I'm sure there's, you know, we could probably think of a lot more, but these are just the main ones. Um, have temper tantrums when they don't get their way. That is going to be the last one. And that is very much tied to the ego thing. You know, a child thinks that the world revolves around them, that people exist to serve them. And when they, when these things, when they're, you know, things in their, in their world don't get done to the level that they want because they think people around them exist to serve them. Parents, literally, we are here to serve our children because they are incapable of looking after themselves. So that makes sense from a parent-child relationship, right? But if this is your equal intimate partner, right, then why, and if and you're finding yourself that they're constantly having temper tantrums when things don't go their way and they're storming out and, you know, kicking up a big fuss and you constantly have to go in and try to soothe and, and, calm down the situation and, you know, bring them back down and all of this stuff. Like, it's like, calm the fuck on. You are no one's fucking therapist. What is going on here? Like, you are dealing with another adult. They are in charge of of their actions and reactions and the way that they respond to things. And if they are having a temper tantrum about anything at all, it's, I mean, you, you can try to run after them and give them a hug and soothe and all of this stuff. But like they're adults who need to learn how to self-soothe. And that's hopefully something that their parents, when they were children, tried to teach them as well by soothing them and being able to have emotional space for their big emotions and not shutting them down and actually like co-regulating emotions together. But if they didn't learn that and if they didn't have that as a child, then, and if they haven't done the work as adults, then they may not know how to self-regulate and self-soothe. And if you're in a relationship with somebody like that, that means that it's then always going to be your job to soothe them. And what does that sound like? Sounds a lot like a parent-child relationship. And that is... Gross. So um, those are the four main things (laughs) to look out for in man children. Um, And, you know, Godspeed in the dating world. It is tough out there. It is tough out there. It's tough out there when you um, also put people on a pedestal or romanticize things like I do. Um, it's hard to sometimes really see people for who they are in the early stages. Um, it's, it's hard to see people for who they even are in the later stages because then, you know, deeper feelings are involved and you want really, you really want things to work out and yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. But, um, I invite you and I speak to you the same way that I speak to myself and, because I, I am in these situations as well, you know, in the dating world and it's tough out there. And um, I don't have a story where I met my high school sweetheart and we fell in love and lived happily ever after. That's so not been my life experience. And um, 
And so I've learned these things over time, you know, through the different relationships that I've had. And I think it's important to, um, you know, pay attention to the lessons that each relationship is trying to teach you. And I think, I genuinely think that even though relationships not working out are so, so, so disappointing, there's always a lot to learn. And you can always grow from a previous relationship to hopefully carry those lessons into the next, you know, relationship that you're in or situation or dating, whatever it is, so that you can avoid repeating the same mistakes. Or if you find yourself repeating similar mistakes, hopefully you can repair them faster, better, whatever, get on top of it than previously, or you simply get out of that situation faster than you had previously. So I'm not a huge believer in everything happens for a reason and the yada yada and fate and blah, blah, blah. But I do believe that we, hmm, I don't know actually if I believe that. I guess I do sort of believe that we can try to shape our, our present moment and our future by incorporating the wisdom learned from the past. If you take the time to reflect and learn from the past. I feel like that is the biggest purpose of the past you know isn't to it isn't to dwell on it fantasize about it you know put it on a pedestal and and think oh you know what if what if what if it's actually you know I think the the biggest reason for the past being there is for you to be able to look back on it and learn take those lessons reflect on them see how you can then incorporate them into your life and use them to better guide your present moment and therefore where you end up in the future. So that's it. That was my segment for no ho, no ho. Do not date the man child, okay? No ho, it's not happening. No ho, no ho, no ho, fuck no ho. Fuck no ho, don't do it. All right, well, I shall catch you all in the next episode. If you enjoyed this, screenshot it, share it on your stories, tag me, let me know what y'all think, how you vibe, tell your friends, tell your family, let them know that you enjoyed this so that they too can enjoy it. And on to the next one.